With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, what's up there, my senders? This episode is brought to you by the Bole Brands. That's right, the segment is being brought to you by the Bole Brands. Bole Brands include Serengeti, Bole, and Spy Optic. In fact, all three companies are under the Bole Brands, and check them out because I just went over to spyoptic.com and saw that they were having a 50% off flash sale. I am currently running the, uh, the Spy Cyrus glasses, and they have the Happy Lens technology built into them, and you guys, those things are so awesome. And the Happy Lens technology is definitely great because it has been proven to show it increases alertness and mood. And one of the ways that the technology behind those lenses works is it blocks out the short wave blue light, which is bad for us, but it increases and lets in the long wave blue light, which causes the happiness increase in serotonin. So hence happy lens. I'm also getting in uh, these goggles called the foundation goggles. Check those out. Foundation goggles by Spy. Those have the widest periphery lenses in the market, and I cannot wait to check those out because they also have the anti-fog technology built into them. These podcasts are also brought to you by 7IDP, 7 Intelligent Design Protection, mountain bike gear built for both the male and female athlete. There is mountain bike protection from head down to literally your ankles. And um, I'm currently running their Project 23 series full face carbon helmet. And that helmet is, uh, it's got 23 vents in it, but I also feel safe in it because it has the CERT technology, which is Sevens Energy Reduction Technology, which is shown to reduce trauma to the brain, that impact by 20%. Good stuff, you guys. Check them out again at sevenprotection.com. All right. My special guest today is MTB Allen. That's right. I thought we'd end the year of 2020 and put 2020 in the rearview mirror and look forward into 21, but it all started here with MTB Allen. He's been my mentor and friend in this mountain bike journey, and if it wasn't for him, there would be no segment podcast. So I thought it'd be great to end the year with MTB Allen talking about gratitude. Hope you guys enjoy the show, everybody. We'll see you on the other side. All right. Hey, Alan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing good, too. It's good to see you, and thank you for being on the episode tonight. Thank you for being live tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, how you been, man? Everything's everything's been great. You know, the this last kind of pandemic has been a little anxious ridden. There's been more people on, on, uh, around me in and around, in and around us that have gotten it. Whereas the first time around, I really didn't, uh, know anybody. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so, you know, Alan, as, as you know, and for the folks that are listening in tonight's episode is a gratitude episode. And I thought it was fitting to end the year 2020 as, um, 
as as having a gratitude episode because we can all think of something we hated about 2020 mm. and it it's it's great that we can look back and pull things out about 2020 that we're grateful for so um thank you alan for being here on the segment and thank you all who are out there listening yeah my pleasure and hey to everybody hello hello mr mtb allen um well i had a couple questions alan that i had um, so I'm going to go to my notes because um, I just thought this would be fun. Normally, I just kind of free flow a lot of these things. But today, mm-hmm. I'm like, gratitude sometimes, especially this year, is going to have to be more purposeful driven so that we can pull good gratitude out. Um, so, Alan, if you don't mind, I will go ahead and start into the questions. And for the folks sure. out there that are watching, um, this definitely is a uh, audience participation highly recommended show so feel free to chat away and type in anything that you have so we're going to start with this what three things are you grateful for in 2020 Hmm. uh do we do i do you want me to start yeah you you (laughs) go first too right i i am i'm on the hook as well i'm in the hot seat obi-wan toadies in the house says what's up guys hey what's up um (laughs) why don't we we'll go we want to like ping pong this i'll start and then uh and then you'll go next yeah that Uh, sounds good all right uh so it's hard because you said three which always Mm. means you have to prioritize Ooh. um, um there's there's been a lot of things uh, I know it's been, and that's actually kind of, I think the fact that this year has been different and tough has made me be more conscious of what I'm grateful for. Mm. Um, and I think, I think one of those things is, is going to be my wife. Like, you know, I got to give it to her first because, you know, we, uh, we spent, we've been spending a lot of time together in the house, you know? Um, and sharing space and having that much close space with each other, uh, things can get tense. Mm-hmm. And the fact that um, she is, I think we're both uh, really conscious of BS. Um, you know, everybody has our own BS. And I think kind of what happens in relationships a lot, and this is like with friends, this is, you know, with whomever, you know, colleagues, but specifically with your significant other, uh, yeah. It's really easy to like mix your BS with their BS. And so one thing, true. yeah, one thing that uh, she and I have become really good at, and I think she was kind of this way start coming into it, uh, into our relationship, was like knowing whose BS was whose BS, mm. you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, that's my that's my number one thing that I'm grateful for. Oh man! Shout out to Kelly, Kelly, yeah. and Kelly, MTB and Kelly, MTB <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> That is great. Of course, you have to put the wife out there. So now I have to think what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you gotta you only have one choice now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Abby, are you watching? I, <laughs> um, I would say uh, in 2020 that I would also go down the same road. You know, my wife Abby, since I moved up to Marietta from San Diego, she has been always saying you should get a mountain bike you should get a mountain bike this is Mm. the time we're up here now you know surf is down there you can mountain bike and you can drive to surf but you can mountain bike every day up here it doesn't matter the Mm. conditions the swell size the 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 wind direct and none of that matters you can get on your bike and go 
So I have to definitely say I'm grateful for my wife as well, Miss Abby, who always pushed me to get a mountain bike. And when my son finally said, hey, I want to get a mountain bike, Dad. We should get one. I I called Abby from the bike shop and I said, hey, they've got a bike here. Uh, we can get two bikes. Is it okay to spend that kind of money? And she didn't even hesitate. She said, absolutely. It's about time. <laughs> so, That's rad. Yeah. So I definitely got, we both got very supportive, uh, very supportive gals. I, yeah. I say we married up, Alan. I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Obi-Wan Toady says, I'm grateful that I started mountain biking. Thank you, COVID. Yeah, uh, nice. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the sport, Obi-Wan Toady. Yeah. It's the, one of the best sports. I, I think it's the best one, honestly. Uh, and th this is coming from, I, 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 it's funny I say that because like, it, I, I immediately got scared because I was a skateboarder for so long. Like that was what I did and I loved it. But I, I have to say like, um, the mountain biking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Joey Yates? Yo, Pacific Yeti. What's up, big dog? Hey. Good to see you, dude. I, okay. I got a Go chance ahead. to ride with Joey, uh, this last, uh, week and yeah, uh, I man, saw that he's awesome. Such a good yeah. dude. Rad, rad guy. Thanks for being on, Joey. And John Dub Dubia, we see you too, man. What's John going w. on, buddy? John W. Um, wow. Thank you for being on. All right, Alan, you're back in the hot seat for what you're back grateful for, num number two. Uh, this one is pretty easy. It's the community, uh, the mountain biking community. And I wouldn't, would say specifically the mountain bike community that I have connection to via the YouTube channel. Um, I, I know, you know, maybe I, I don't mean this to be a flex, but like, you know, when there was so much isolation going on, being able to put out a video and have people respond to it and, and give me comments and interact with the content, um, was really helpful for me. Um, you know, I'd come back from this injury and had already felt some level of a pretty high level of isolation like not being on the trail not being able to interact with my fellow mountain bikers through the bike mm. you know and i was having to kind of use the youtube channel for that during mm. those periods of weeks where i just wasn't riding so you know that's kind of the same thing through through you know being isolated but then also like once we were when i would see people on the trail just kind of meeting people like that's always that's always rad and it 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 makes me really grateful Man, and that's something you're so um for the for the folks who don't know Alan, I've had the privy to become his friend and have gone on a couple rides, handful of rides with Alan. And the one thing I can tell you guys is he is the same guy <laughs> on and off the screen. Um and, I don't know. And, I'm like I think my goofiness level is, is higher, <laughs> like off screen. <laughs> off screen, yeah. Yeah. I don't do that I, on purpose. <laughs> I think there was one where I was getting ready to take a, a shot at you and you're like, hold on a second, let me tuck in my tummy real quick. Yeah. <laughs> let me suck in my gut. Let me suck in my gut. Let me but suck in I mean, my COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, everything about you, like your personality, uh, who you are, talking to you and knowing you as a friend is the same person that we see. So I think that's awesome. And I, and I, I admire the way that you uh, greet people out on the trails. I mean, people are, you know, your your channel is is growing, and everybody recognizes you when we go out. Hmm. 
um, I think we were at Vale, and you hadn't even yet parked the truck. And you were mm. just, just happened to roll down the window, you're parking the truck, and already it was like, hey, is that Alan? MTB <laughs> Alan's here. And you know, it, was, it was pictures, but I, I, I admire the way you, you're so humble about it, and you get out and you meet them, and you, know, you talk to them, and um, take pictures and everything. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's my people, right? We're all mountain bikers and, you know, I just happen to have a channel, but I also know like having a channel and having a bunch of subscribers says nothing about my ability on the trail. I've there's plenty of people that, that can teach me a lot on the trail. So yeah. Yeah. You're in the hot uh, seat now. I am number two and uh, trail dogs are, are on here. What's up trail dogs. Good to see you, yo, Aaron. Yo. Yeah. We got uh, it's Aaron, Nate, Isaiah, and Austin in, in the house. Um, thanks for being here, guys. So, okay, number two, the the number two thing that I am grateful for. So definitely, we we got the wives, so that was good. <laughs> but that's true because if it's not for them, we don't even get to get out. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a, it's it's a balance and it's a team. So, um, so that was number one. Uh, both Alan and I said wise for number one. Number two, Alan said the community that he interacts with. I'm going to say um, because of the pandemic and starting mountain biking, the, I'm grateful to glean creativity out of this year. And I'll expand on that a little bit more. Creativity in the sense of just learning how this whole YouTube thing works. Um, learning how to take a GoPro and, and what angles to shoot or, you know, how to even attach the thing to your helmet, you know, thanks, <laughs> thanks to your episode with the Sugru, that was, uh-huh. uh, that was a lot. So in, in a, in a year that everything was supposed to be more muted and shut down, I felt myself growing through creativity through mountain biking. And I'd say creativity is my number two. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, number three. Um, this is gonna. I mean, this is pretty blanket, and and it's probably pretty obvious. But you know, I gotta agree with Obi Wan Toady that I'm grateful for mountain biking. Mm. Um, you know, being able to get outside, get some stress relief uh, after, you know, working from home, staring at computers all day. Um, getting out there, getting adrenaline rush, you know, mashing on the pedals and suffering up the hills, being able to see people and like interact with people from, you know, either from a distance or, you know, like people that are, that are within my circle and going and riding with them. That's been so awesome. Um, I, you know, I, I can't imagine what it would have been like if I didn't have uh, mountain biking this year. Um, and, you know, like I said before, you know, I lifelong skater, although not really skateboarding anymore. Um, that's kind of the, the the broader reason I'm grateful for mountain biking because it it checks so many of the boxes that skateboarding used to check for me and then checked a bunch of boxes that I needed to check that I didn't know I needed to check that skateboarding didn't check. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, anyway, so that's that's my number three. That's very cool. I know. It's so obvious. So, yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan, Tody, you're in good company, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I Speaking of, um, you're regular-footed, right? I'm on the bike or on the board? Uh, on the board. I'm goofy on the board. You are goofy on the board. And regular on the bike. I, wow. It's, yeah, it's weird. 
So for the folks that are listening in, goofy foot on a skateboard is right foot forward, uh, right foot in the front, and Mm -hmm. on a bike, is it the same way? Right pedal forward? Yeah. I do wonder if I had started riding regular foot, if I would have been a better skateboarder. Like if you, I don't know, like, I don't know if you watch me skate, if, if you ever f- see footage of me skating, my back hand is doing a lot of work. It's always all over the place. So I don't know. Anyway, I'll have to go back to that video. For those of you who want to check that out, go to Alan's <laughs> YouTube channel and oh no. go back do deep that. into the files. You'll find there is a, there is a rad video of Alan shredding a pool. Um, and when I saw that, I thought it was Steve Caballero. <laughs> then I noticed it was you. I'm like, damn, dude, you could ride. <laughs> yeah, that's the, big, that's the biggest compliment. No, Louis Guerrero, Guerrero, not Mongo Pusher. No. What is what is Mongo Pusher? <laughs> when you push with your front foot, like. Oh, and your back foot stays on. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I don't want to go there. Uh, I have a lot. There's. <laughs> Maybe because I skateboarded for so long, but there were a lot of things that people did that like I I had just hate for, and Mongo <laughs> pushing was one of them. And was like, one. Of them. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. You're you're in the hot seat. Number three. Yes, number three. I I, I just want to add to that, Luis, that uh, Mongo pushing might be was probably awesome for the folks that wanted to do those no complies. Remember those no, back then? No. No. <laughs> Moving forward, <laughs> Mongo pushing no more. <laughs> okay, the third thing, the third thing that uh, I'm grateful for is uh, I- I'm going to go to the community side of mountain biking, and um, and I feel like the community is it's more than. It's more than I would have ever known had I not been a mountain biker. I don't know. Um, there's something special about rolling up to, say, Greer, for example, and you can pretty much make a, a new friend each time you go out there or mm. out to a ride. Uh, it's easy to talk to other people. Everyone's kind of in that same mentality. You know, everyone, like you said earlier, everyone does the suffer to get up to the top, but everyone has that goal of getting down to the bottom and not everybody wants to get on an elevator just to get to the goal to get to the bottom they want to take that journey they want to ride and enjoy the journey to that final goal which is safely at the bottom but they want to do all the rad stuff in between Hmm. and i think that energy and that like-mindedness creates a community that's just easy to bond with and i love it i i absolutely love it totally I uh, I was talking with Lee Donovan about that, about how mountain bikers have this kind of, we have this, the suffer gene and, or, or like the struggle gene maybe is the right way to put it where it's like, um, we, we, we appreciate the climb to the top. We appreciate rugged terrain and negotiating technical, you know, climbs and descents. Like we like it to be hard. Like, we don't want it to be easy. Like if we wanted it to be easy, we would have like skinny tires and be on like flat pavement and just like cruising along. We'd be like, we'd go do like the, you know, like down at the beach, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Beach like, cruising. Yeah. Beach cruising. And you know, like, uh, people do that, you know, uh, and even there's, I know mountain bikers would do it. Uh, but we like that 
we like the challenge, you know, and I think mm-hmm. we, all, we all have that in common. Do you think that us as mountain bikers and as a whole, do you think that that, I don't want to say breed, but do you think that mentality of mountain biker, if you were to analyze a lot of them, I mean, I've met so many mountain bikers and this is where I'm trying to go to this place with this is that so many mountain bikers, when they embrace the suck, they do something really tough to do, to be able to enjoy something later. I've noticed that a lot of them seem to be high performers at whatever it is that they do off the bike. Do, do you notice that? Hmm. I don't know. I, 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 because there's a lot of people that I've ridden with that I don't know off trail really. Like, I don't know what they're like off trail. Um, what I will say though, is I think mountain biking is self-selecting. Um, mm. I don't know if you remember your first ride, but like, you were, if you were riding with somebody else, you were most likely the slowest person in the bunch. Mm-hmm. So you were, you were struggling and suffering. And there was also like, you're not the coolest guy or lady <laughs> in the group. Right. And then on the descents, you were also the slowest person and you were scared and it was hard. And maybe you even crashed or at least you were uh, feared for your life, you know, half mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Brake pump. You're like, I can't even break because my arms hurt so much. Right. <laughs> So like describe that to somebody. Okay. Hey, we're going to go do something. Okay. And you're going to suffer. It's going to be hard. And when we uh, get to the thing we want to do, the the thing we really want to do, it's going to be scary. You might get hurt. It might, uh, you know, you know, it's going to be scary and it's going to be hard and rugged and whatnot. And then we're going to suffer some more on the way up the hill and so on. I'm like, mm, do you want to, do you want to go do that? So I, I think yeah. like the person who goes, you know, I was actually talking with, who was I talking with? Was, um, we were talking about, um, was it, was it Shane, Shane, the crashing dad and, and the outsider MTP? We were talking about how you'll, anyway, I don't remember who it was, but we were talking about how like, I've seen people at Snow Summit and they're getting in line for the lift and they've got the crappiest bike. Oh, they're, yes. This, they this have was like, the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And they Outside. have like, yeah, okay. And then they have like the the wrong gear. They just totally have the wrong gear. Top to, head to toe, bike, everything, the wrong gear. They still let them up the lift and they go down going green and maybe they crash and have, they've they're bleeding and they just had a really rough time coming down and they start mountain biking. Like that's their first experience with mountain biking. And, and a year later you see them with a full suspension bike and the Fox, whatever, you know, with the like pro frame helmet, the whole thing, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's, that's what you see. And I, and I find that really, really interesting, you know, and that's what I mean by it's self-selecting. That is interesting because yeah, when you when you explain it to somebody and they're like, "Heck no!" and oh, by the way, this is how much a good bike costs. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go outside and punch myself in the face for free. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, there's a mentality there. Um, I saw a meme and it had a mountain biker going OTB, mm-hmm. and the I think the the fork on the bike was coming off the guy was on his back and the back tire looked like it was like 
getting ready to to come off the the rim and it said oh you play football that's cute (laughs) 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 it's just it's just stuff like that it's funny um trail dogs this is perfect trail dogs mtb if you have to work for something it's more enjoyable than if you're handed it man so true i guess I mean, Depend, depends on what you're being handed that's true but like talk to me about snow summit man like, <laughs> oh you mean I'm, like 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 being able to take the lift up yeah i mean but i i know i get what you're saying like getting good like even if you take the lift up like getting good at descending you have to work for that like that doesn't come for free yeah yeah, yeah. no i mean hitting every feature i mean that's that's a or whole thing or just riding down, like yeah, <laughs> down the mountain, <laughs> making it down. I know. I've got two wheels, and this is a mountain. And it, okay, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gons. Oh, nineteen seventy-three. That hurt and scared the shit out of me. I need more of that in my life. Hooked for life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So. So so true. It's it's definitely an interesting um, concept and thought process. But how how crazy is it that something so gnarly can be so addicting? Right. <laughs> In a good way. Trail right. Dogs MTB uh, Summit. You work on the downhill. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So those were the three. Did we do all three of those already, Alan? Yeah. Uh, through the dang man. Okay. Here we go. The next question is, and for those of you listening in at home, Gons, Trail Dogs, Luis, Obi-Wan, Tody, feel free to chime in as well. Um, what do you think will be most remembered from 2020? And remember, this is a grateful episode, so you, it can't be a negative thing because that'd be too easy. Um, what do you think 2020 will be most remembered as something good? Like some, like a good thing from 2020? Mm-hmm. Um... I think TikTok dances. <laughs> like, there was so like everybody like I somehow didn't do I somehow never did a TikTok dance, but like holy moly, like did that like explode like, and I and I say that I it's funny, but it's also like it was perfect, right? Like because you didn't have you could be at home you know you could be in your living room or your kitchen or whatever and you could do a tiktok dance and have the find this way of like um interacting with your with other people you know yeah that's one thing i guess um that's the thing that came to the top of my head. <laughs> 2020 the year of tiktoks you heard yeah. it here folks first from mtv <laughs> allen <laughs> obi-wan tony got you some some dancing emojis there <laughs> Oh, man, I'm going to say, we're going to shout out to Adam Rosales first. I just got into this about three weeks ago. Wow, good job, buddy. And I'm nonstop watching your guys' videos. Oh, dude. Thank you, man. Welcome to the sport, Adam. Yeah, welcome to the sport. You're in for a good ride. Definitely. So check out uh, a lot of MTV Allen's videos. He's got a lot of good stuff for folks that are just starting out. Um, So there's some good, good uh, content there. Uh, Trail Dogs MTB says, I'm thankful for the amount of stoke that has been brought to the trails by new riders. Ooh, 2020, the year mm-hmm. of the stoke. That's so true. Hey, didn't you, when did you start again? Tell me I one d- more time. I, I'm a COVID writer as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what it that in, in the mountain bike community, that's yeah. what it'll be. It'll be the COVID riders. The COVID riders. <laughs> that's what that was my answer. <laughs> Dude, that's it. That, no. That's what oh it is, really? Is that what it'll be? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I I was gonna say. Well, um I I have another one that I could say. It was just like, you know, everybody being able to here's the cliche word, pivot. You know, all all corporations are saying you have to pivot. But I mm. honestly I, I really enjoyed being able to work from home more and uh, having the ability to kind of see what happens here at the household and be here to help out and, and see my family more often. Mm. As much as it was tough in some, in some parts of the day, it's also time that we'll never get back. And I think we were all gifted that in 2020. So I don't know what they would call that, the the 2020, the year of working from home. <laughs> yeah, the WFH. Yeah. You know, it's funny, like, um, I don't remember if this was like a broad survey or if it was a, a question asked to um, a lot of the kids at my wife's school. Um, but, you know, when asked about that sort of thing, all the, like most of the kids were happier to be around their parents. Hmm. Really? You know, like they were all like stoked on that. That's you know? very like, cool. Like a lot of them, like obviously like missed like going to school and seeing all their friends and stuff, but they all were really appreciative of like being around their parents. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That's something that came maybe, out. Wow. Maybe 2020 will be remembered for um, all the, uh, the Zoom calls, not just Zoom calls, but Zoom calls that involved pets and children. <laughs> pets and children and how many times probably the phrase hey you're on mute you're, you're on mute <laughs> or what's worse is you're not on mute <laughs> flush <laughs> phil will you will you mute yourself please <laughs> <laughs> that's oh so true God. man that could be a whole t-shirt thing that we <laughs> i was Are... in a meeting one sorry i was a little uh uh tangent i was in a meeting once where there was like it was like a, a basically like a massive presentation that was given to like well that was going to be given to the whole company so you know they would do like a couple of hundred people or a hundred people at a time calling into one thing right and somebody called in didn't real and they called in using their phone oh no didn't realize their camera was on oh no and they were like in bed like <laughs> day drinking like in bed <laughs> and i like i like sent them a private message and i was like hey buddy your camera's on i don't I had no idea who this person was but they were like in a different state and i was like hey hey buddy your your camera's on and then like two seconds later you see the phone being fumbled around he can't figure out how to turn off his camera and then like he like just covered his camera with his thumb <laughs> he never was able to figure out how to turn off his camera because if you oh. turn off your camera your avatar shows up yeah so his, right right he was just like black the whole time just like a thumbprint the whole time <laughs> oh that was great uh, pajamas and drinks and thumbprints <laughs> i was like yeah, maybe, uh, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and assume that he was on the East Coast and it was after five uh, yeah. where he was at. So, yeah. Yeah, after... <laughs> yeah. You know, they did say uh, sales went through the roof of alcohol when we first got in the pandemic. Oh, so yeah, who, sure. who knows what time it was. Sure. That's a pretty good one. Oh, my God. 
Uh, Obi-Wan Tony, I'm stoked on my new common salt dirt jumper. Dude, look at you, man. Nice. That oh, is see, that's what I want. That's what I want next is a is a DJ because I got I want to do that. I yeah. want to do that. Yeah. That... My my buddy uh that I used to ride with, my first riding, like actually my second riding buddy, he got a BMX bike. And um literally I like, got a BMX bike, rode for like two weeks on his BMX bike at like the local skate park and the next time i rode with him different rider really i was like who who are you and how do i get what you got wow dirt jumper dj skills yeah dj skills gons uh gonzo 1973 the year people discovered how important family and friends are the small things we take for granted we all realize how important they are man preach it dude that is so true yeah. The good stuff. I mean, I feel like we were made for more of this type of, of living. And maybe it'll continue on even after the pandemic, hopefully. We'll see. Be great if we had a choice. Luis <laughs> is laughing with us. <laughs> Adam Rosales, here we go. I'm looking to buy my first MTB bike. Do I spend 5K for one or go lower on the price range and upgrade later? I'm concerned I'm going to buy too much bike. Looking to hit Sky Park Summit and some. Hmm. What do you think, Alan? For if it's a... your very first mountain bike, yeah, he started so three Adam weeks ago. Started three weeks ago. I'm curious what Adam, what you were riding three weeks ago, like how you started three weeks ago without a mountain bike. Um, but I think in general, if I can generalize the question for somebody. Hmm looking to get into mountain biking to buy their first mountain bike. Um, I would suggest getting a relatively modern, and that means like within the last five to seven years, hardtail. Now, the reason for the hardtail is not necessarily because I think people need to learn the skills of a hardtail. I think you can learn what you need to learn on a full suspension bike. But... um, if you okay got it sweet um well uh happy to be of service uh that's rad that's right um but the hardtail makes it so that you have less stuff to set up like you just have a fork to set up and then you you have like one pressure to set and then you have you get to learn all about rebound and ideally you get a something that has a pretty simple fork that has like high speed rebound and just a lockout switch that, I think that's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. And if you get something relatively modern, it'll have good geometry. And geometry is key with a mountain bike. Like that will change any mountain bike. You can get a hardtail that's a um, an XC hardtail that has like a steep head tube angle. And that's not going to be as fun to ride as something that's a little bit more slacked out. So mm-hmm. that's, okay. that's what I would suggest. They're also going to be way less in price. What I would look for on the hardtail is um, a fork, obviously an air fork. And if you, again, if you get something from a bike shop or something that's five to seven years old, it's going to have these things. But uh, a fork that is obviously air sprung and um, has at least one adjustment on it, right? And then uh a one by uh, drivetrain, which means you don't have a shifter up front. You just have a single chain ring up front. Um, and then after that, it's really just kind of something that's uh, uh, 
relatively modern. And then ideally, honestly, like, and these are a little bit like out of style these days, but a plus size hardtail can Ooh. actually be a really nice way to get into it because it gives you a little bit more damping on the on trail. It like mellows it out a little bit and it's a little bit more forgiving. So yeah, that's what yeah. I would say. That's great advice. <clears throat> I mean, I hear a lot of great writers like you say the oh, same sorry. thing. Oh, yep. The, the other thing is, is it's easier to get a hardtail used because there's less things that are going to go wrong with it. Right. Mm. When you have a full suspension bike, usually the thing that is blown is the shock. And if you don't know anything about full suspension, actually, there's people who ride full suspensions all the bike and uh, uh, full suspension bikes all the time and will blow their shock and not know it. So you can end up buying like you can end up spending a bunch of money on a full suspension bike and not realize that your suspension is screwed. So, man, yeah. anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, there you go, Adam. And, and uh, a lot of folks uh, of Alan's caliber of, of writing and, and tenure of writing say, will say the same thing, that a hardtail is where you're really going to learn how to ride that bike through the different terrain that we have out here and navigating rock gardens and reading lines the right way because that hardtail will really help teach you um, what they feels will, good. It will punish doesn't. you for choosing the wrong line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, my man, Joe Duarte. Here we go. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's right. <laughs> Joe. That's right. <laughs> uh, high Speaking of high caliber folks, uh, Joe Duarte is the CEO of a medical company and is also a ripper on the trail. Uh, does the same suffer and everything, but, uh, you know, just a, a, a high caliber person, but also was a high caliber athlete. If you guys follow mixed martial arts at all, he if you look at if you look up Joe Duarte, you look in the UFC or Strike Force, you'll see him and all of his fights. And he was actually really smart. He he uh, set himself up with a good exit plan and didn't even have to cash out those last two fights. He was able to retire early. <clears throat> um, super good guy though. What's up, Joe Duarte? Oh, Thanks for being wait, here. Wait, uh, John W says Alan was posted up on my bullet. <laughs> <laughs> what is that this? your son? That's awesome. That's so funny. Yes, I was a hundred. Okay, this is great. I'm glad you brought that up because a, it's funny that you're in the chat and that that was your bike. Um, I was I did a total trolling post today where I <laughs> I was down at the Path Bike Shop, Alan, <laughs> and I saw one of the the mechanics like rolling around on the new Santa Cruz Bullet. Uh, which is looks like an amazing bike. It's a. Uh, have you seen that um, bike yet? I, Mark? I, I I've seen pictures of it, and um, I'm this. Is this alluding to what you may be revealing upon your? No, I'm not revealing. No, anything. nothing. <laughs> no, no, on your show at some point. Yeah, at some point. Uh, but that, yeah, that's like a that thing's rad. Like, if if I were gonna buy a e bike, that's probably the one i would get uh okay. just because it's like it's mul it's it's first of all it's mulleted um and yeah it just anyway it just looks rad but i saw the the mechanic like rolling around on it and i was waiting for like uh the bike shop to take care of some stuff and i was like hey do you mind if i take a picture sitting on the bike because i want to take a do a troll <laughs> and, <laughs> oh it's not your bullet okay john w says it wasn't his bullet oh it wasn't his uh, okay yeah so yeah i would did a post uh, and it was just the, the post was just like a battery and then some hashtags. Um, yeah. 
Dennis. And the comments were great. People were going crazy about it. That's yeah. funny. Oh, good, good one, John. <laughs> How crazy is that? It's awesome that he's on here. Um, Dennis Cortez, here we go. I'm starting to see more e-bikes on the trails. Will you be one of them passing me on the climbs, Mr. Allen? No, not anytime soon. Those <laughs> things are those things are not cheap. It's also, I think for, I think for a lot of us, it, it it's hard to make it your only bike. Like if mm-hmm. if you're the kind of person like me who only really ever has one bike, um, I I find it hard to to make that work. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, and so this isn't really from my. I mean, well, there's the thing about there's a lot of trails that I couldn't take it on that I'd that I'd want to ride. Um, but like just hearing um, people talk about them on certain podcasts and whatnot, like I was listening to the Path podcast, and I know like um, at least two of the three ho- uh, hosts of that podcast have really gotten into e mountain bikes, mm. and they were talking about how like they they like it for certain things um they love it for certain things but they often will switch back to their acoustic bike so i think it's the kind of thing where it's almost like for me it's like a dh bike where like i couldn't just have a dh bike it would need to be the the other bike mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah so that makes sense anyway that makes sense so yeah not any not anytime yeah. soon we were alan and i were at Vale and uh a gentleman with an e-bike came up behind Alan and gave him a toe as we were climbing. Yeah. And literally it was like four seconds maybe where he put his hand on your back and towed you up the hill. I mean, that was about the the length of a football field. Dude, (laughs) I tripped. That was Chris Byers. Chris Byers on a, on a, on a Santa Cruz, uh, heckler. He pushed me and I was like, wow, this is great. I was like, "Wee, this is fun. (laughs) And I, was like, and I turned around to talk to you, Mark. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. He, he was like a hundred yards behind me in, like, yeah. in a moment. I was like, okay, yeah, this is, these are not what I thought they were. Yeah. You're like, so that's what it's like. Yeah. I was, I was fully jelly because I, that hundred yards, I had to, I had to embrace the suck all the way up that hundred yards yeah. just to catch up to you. <laughs> I did wait uh, for you. <laughs> Oh man, you're always waiting for me though. I should make a a note. Uh, If my camera goes black, it's because my I'm using my high end camera right now, and it's using batteries. So if it Mm. goes black, there'll be a moment, and I'll I just need to switch batteries. So okay, you got you got it, you got it. Um, Gon says e-bike pricing will be what you want within the next three to five years. I don't know. What do you think? That'd be kind of nice. I don't know. it's funny. I, 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 yeah, we could have a whole conversation on e-bikes, but I don't know if you want to stray into that with, uh, yeah. with our desire to talk about gratitude and what yeah. we're looking forward to and stuff like that. Maybe those e-bikers, they, they feel the gratitude after they spend the money and yeah. when they're passing <laughs> us on the hill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will say I went and rode the luge uh, last weekend uh, for Kelly's birthday weekend, and, and there were quite a few uh, e-mountain bikers uh cruising up that climb I don't, uh, I don't know if anybody here in the in the chat has done the luge but the climb is significant yeah it's is that the biggest is that a long a very super a long downhill one of the longest downhills in southern california or, or no 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 it's not it's it's, just, it's a big climb it's kind of weird because the luge like you do a bunch of climbing but you only get 
apes portion of that like maybe maybe half of the descent you get huh. on like single track on the luge i mean the luge is like it's an adrenaline rush it is like it's one of those trails where um you just you're on your brakes you have to be on your brakes like almost the whole way down Jeez. because if you let off your brakes at all like the amount of speed that you gain is like so fast wow um but but it is definitely like it's worth it it's kind of funny because like a lot of the times when i do the luge i'm like climbing and i'm going like i know how short that the ride is like mm. is this worth it like do i do i really want to do this again and i get to the bottom I I get to the parking lot to my truck and we're like cracking like bubbly drinks and I'm like have it was just like that was so fun <laughs> <laughs> and then I forget about the climb and then like you know a month later we're like hey you guys want to do the luge <laughs> <laughs> uh, that answers uh, that answers Luis's question is it worth the climb okay going back to the gratitude questionnaire here we go if you had one wish. For 2021, what would it be? Um, more it doesn't have traveling. to be. Okay, beautiful. More traveling. I mean, I, I, yeah, more traveling, riding newer places. Like, I want to hit, um, you know, uh, uh, sorry, whoa, the name just totally, I just totally lost the name. Um, in okay. Washington, uh, like Galbraith, like Galbraith is there. Why? Mm. Why can't I think of the name? Um, but yeah, Washington, um, Utah, Squamish, Ooh. like Ooh. just all those places. Like Colorado, I just, that's what I want to do. And of course, Sedona. Mm, yeah. And okay, but if you want a specific wish, yeah, prioritize. Like, if, give me the if, one, if, one and two. If I had, if I had the mountain bike genie, right? That came out of a stands bottle. Um, I rubbed the stands bottle and the mountain bike genie came out my, and I only had one wish because my wife took the other two. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, Kelly. Happy birthday, Kelly. Um, is I would go to, uh, I would wish for the Sedona mountain bike festival to happen in 2021. Oh, so many people just said, yeah, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I haven't been. But I've heard about it and I've seen video. Like, what is that festival all about? And obviously, you know, what's it like? But why do they even have it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, that I, that part, I like how and why and whatnot, I, I can't really answer. But all I know is that everybody that I've talked to who has been to multiple mountain bike festivals, they all say that, it is the best one. Then mm. um, they're like, they tell me the fact that that's the first one I went to is like that kind of like spoils me. So wow. most mountain bike festivals, you have all the vendors there. You have demos. So it's really easy to like go give them, you know, throw somebody your license, your driver's license and a credit card and take a bike out. Uh, and, but there's just like great riding right there. You can like, roll out of the parking lot um and there's like there's a there's a trail system pedable pedalable distance away mm -hmm. and then they also have like vans that shuttle you 
so you can go and ride like all these all, all these other trails and i'm sure you've seen stuff like highline and mm-hmm. hogs and yeah. uh slim shady and and all those kind of things and the whole trail system around grand junction and all that stuff like that's amazing but the the you know but a lot of mountain bike festivals are like that but f- from what i understand the difference with Sedona is how low key it is. Hmm. Like it just everybody just has a way lower stress level. And it, this has a lot to do with like the people that set it up. Um, really? Wow. They just, it's it much, much more, more community oriented. Uh, a lot of group rides, you know, like, so, you know, a lot of YouTubers will be out there doing group rides as well as your, as your, as your high level athletes will be out there doing group rides. Wow. Um, it's just amazing. You know, so you get, beautiful scenery amazing riding and riding unlike anywhere else in the world really good culture all the vendors and just coolness yeah yeah and you know i took a picture when i was at sedona's um bike park and you had told me like that's where the mountain bike festival is when it when it's yeah there, oh right? yeah and there's like a whole there's like a little mini bike park like right there like so yeah uh, I don't know if anybody saw like my first ride on the on the um, five ten mid pros the the trail cross mid pros, yeah. Like I could just go, I could demo shoes, which was weird and kind of awesome, but you could just get something and then like just literally like forty five seconds away, drop into a trail, yeah. You know, and hit jumps and technical stuff, and yeah, and it's just like it's right there. Yeah, that place is awesome, <clears throat> man. That's a good wish that the, the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival in 21 would happen. Do you think there's a chance? There's a chance. I mean, but it would have to, like, it normally happens in, like, March, February or March. I think in March. Yeah, that's when I was there because I think I think February was when I was, like, riding, like, Sky Park with, like, BCPOV and Yuka. That was, mm-hmm. like, February. And then I think it was March, yeah, because it was like right before lockdown. It was like the last bike event that happened before lockdown. Oh my yeah. gosh, that was interesting that you say that because I was just listening to your podcast when you talked about that. I think with uh, was it the Crashing Dad? It was uh-huh. it was your latest one when you were saying like, man, things are locking down. Should I go? Should I not? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't yet at the levels that it was that it is now. And you're like, I better go because this might be the last trip of the year. Yeah. You know, so, and that's a great wish. Um, What about you? What's your uh, one wish of the year? for? for, Sorry, one wish for 2021. 2021, I would say, well, I I do love the... uh, Stan's genie, so <laughs> definitely would, would rub that in. Let <laughs> I rub that, and okay, Abby, you take those two wishes, and I'll get one. <laughs> but mine is, uh, you know, mine's kind of cliche in a sense. I just don't want anybody to get sick anymore. <laughs> 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 I want the, I'm gonna wish COVID away. No, no, no you can't do that because like <laughs> we got the vaccine coming. Like you don't need to. That's you don't true. need to. You don't need to spend your wish on that. Like that's, that's true. Come- yeah. Okay. And and I don't want to wish for money. I would say I would say that you know how everything everything has an opposite. So 2020 for a lot of people was horrible. Um for for a lot of us lucky ones 2020 was uh was good. 
And I would just wish that the opposite would occur in 21, that a majority of people would experience the, the happiness that they may be lost in 2020. That's, uh, well, that's I'd spend my wish on that's, that. That's really sweet of you, but I think, <laughs> I think you're ducking this. Come Am on, I ducking me. it? Yeah, come on. Okay. It's very sweet, but... Uh, <laughs> The genie can't give you such a general wish. You know, the genie yeah. will end up giving you some. You have to be specific. You got to be careful with genies because if you're not specific, you know, it will like be it's a... that thing. Like ever like the X Files where like Mulder like a a wishes for peace on Earth. <laughs> yeah. and, all, and she makes all the humans go away. <laughs> right, right. It's something that so. you don't want, so it has to be specific to be yeah, to be terrific. Okay, I'm thinking of it. I'm in the, I am in the hot seat. Man, I feel the sweat on my back. I, <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> uh, Gon says, I used to go to Interbike every year. I want Sedona to be my Gons, MPB he's using, first. He's using you right now. He's, he's calling. <laughs> Here Look we go. He's using you, Gons. Joe Duarte. Give us something to stall here with. Come on. He says, Come on, Mark. You guys, okay, everybody, if you want him to answer this, give me some pineapples. Pineapples in the comments. Pineapple comments. You have to answer this. God, here comes a bunch of pineapples. It's, it's loading the system. I'm not even going to post them all. Look at all those pineapples coming in. Jeez. Blocking the pineapples. It's, it's, it's a funnel of pineapples. <laughs> okay. Okay, so MTB Allen says he wishes that the festival would go on. I love that. I I I wish for 21 to be able to go ride up in BC. That there you go. Cuz that would be cuz right now we can't even get there. Right. And I would love to do Any particular an international... place. Um I saw a video that your buddy Tony did on the Outsider channel where he went mm -hmm. to, I think it's called, is it Top of the World? That's in uh, Whistler. Is it Whistler? Okay, so Whistler. I don't yeah. even know where I, I don't even know where I'm going, but I would love Dude. to go there. That would be a yes. bucket list. I will tell you, you should, I have not been to Whistler, but you should wish to go to Whistler. Yes. I love <laughs> I'd love to do that. There we go. <laughs> Aaron, are you happy? Are you happy? We're going. To, we're going to Whistler, everybody. Let's go to yeah. Whistler. Joe Duarte is going to hit a line while we're up there. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, there John. You there's there's another pineapple coming in. <laughs> uh, John says twenty twenty one needs needs you guys to keep putting out good content. These videos and conversations keep people sane during all the COVID drama. Yeah, you gotta laugh, you gotta smile. Yeah. How can you not love Alan's face? Look at that face. <laughs> <laughs> I get, you know, it's funny you you say that, John, about uh, helping the content, keeping people sane. I, I think for, I don't know about you, Mark, but for me, like making the content is part of what kept, kept me sane. Yeah. Oh, hey, hang on just a second. Yeah, we got a visitor. Yeah, con content, um, good content is is fun, you know, especially when it's just genuine, fun stuff. Because man, you turn on the news and there's just so much stuff out there that's negative. <laughs> Here's our visitor. <laughs> this Love one wants this. to go down a line too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Tra Trail Dog saying Wismus 2021, yeah. Wismus 2021. All right. 
Alan, I know I know we have a hard stop at eight o'clock, so I'm gonna try to to hammer through some of these questions here. Okay. And um, okay, this one's kind of an off the wall one. Are you ready? And and folks at home, chime in what your answers would be too. If you could pick one superpower, what would it be and why? I hate this one. I never know. <laughs> I don't. It's hard for me to think like this, honestly. Like, um, limitless. Anything's possible. Yeah, I don't. We got the genie bottle out. It's so hard, you know, because it like it it always like kind of flies in the face of like how I, I think of things. Like we were talking about earlier about like how we appreciate the struggle, uh-huh. how we you know, and it's like the stuff that we work for, the things that we appreciate. And I feel like the superpower is like often a way to get around that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. <laughs> The first thing I kind of thought of was like the ability to like duplicate myself for a moment or for like periods of time Um, because there's always there's like so much stuff that I want to do you know like I don't I work a day job right so I'm like working 40 you know or 40 plus hours a week and I love the YouTube channel I love making the content and all the interactions and all that takes time. And if, you know, I, I don't want to like try to mess with time travel or time bending because that's just too, too little bit weird. But if I could like duplicate myself, you know, and have like a version of myself that could like edit while I was doing my day job or something like that, like that would maybe be cool. But it'd uh, be cool. But yeah, but one of us would always be like the, the controller and then the other one like had would have to go away when the other one when the main one says the other one should go away because I don't want duplicity going on because that's just <laughs> I'm not get weird. Yeah, you don't want you don't want the other one to take over and be like, who's this guy? It's editor Allen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's back. Oh man, I guess I have that, huh? <laughs> <Editor> <laughs> you <Allen>. do. <laughs> Yeah, but that that that's amazing how you do that. So some uh, frames are so so tight in there, like your elbows are very close together. (laughs) Trail Dog says, uh, 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 Trail Dog MTB says teleportation. That's a good one too. Like the ability to just like jump out of wherever you're working and 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 get to the top of a trail. Yeah, talking about that, like that would be like better than an e-bike is to just like just be at the top of the trail. Yeah, text your buddy. Hey man, meet you at Greer. There. Like yeah. already there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot my bike. I'll get my bike. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe Duarte says, "Predict the future." Hey, you mm, know, I don't like that one. No. What if there's bad news? What do you do? Like, you got to have a good poker face, Joe, to be like, mm, "Why are you looking at me uh, weird, Joe? What's going to happen to me?" One of those mm. things, though, it's like <laughs> if you knew what's happening in the future would that affect what you do now? And then does the future then change? That's because pretty if, deep. Cause, I don't Because <laughs> like, if you're like, okay, I the, predict the future. And if I go down this trail, I'm going to crash. And then you decide to go down another trail, but, but now that's no longer your future. So which future were you looking at? He said, until you, yeah, he says, he says, if you can predict it, you can change it. Right. But if you can change it, can you predict it? <laughs> I don't. I'm in a loop, you guys. My head. <laughs> Gonzo, 1973, invincibility and he invincibility healing. 
Oh, we lost Alan. His battery is either dead or he was done with the show. <laughs> <laughs> I switched to my crappy camera. There you go. He says, healing. I'm 18 months healing from an accident. Hope I get to ride oh, again. Oh, I feel you, Gons. Yeah. I, I would, yeah. That actually, that would be a good superpower. That the ability be. to to heal, I mean, like yourself, but in general. So when your buddy breaks something, you can just like yeah. and then heal them. That Wolver would be a good superpower. Wolverine but, them right back up. Yeah. <laughs> Wolverine has to keep it all to himself, you know. Like, oh, I know. He can't share it. Who does that? He can't share it. Shareable healing power. That was the guy from the, uh, who was it, guys? The Green Mile. Was it the Green Mile? Dead you know, Man I'm Walking. Not, I have not seen that movie. Not Dead Man Walking. <laughs> <It was Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the butterfly effect. There you go. There you go. Um, uh, okay, so I would say that... <laughs> <laughs> what, would people be... are just putting random things. Luis, <laughs> 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 just... <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you expand? I think the butterfly effect means he can <laughs> share, his, share his healing. <laughs> we've, we've lost the podcast. <laughs> we've lost the podcast, folks. The wheels have fallen off. <laughs> I would say... He says, he, yeah. He where? says, yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 What yeah. About so it? What about, being yep. able to heal other people. <laughs> yep. That's not the <laughs> a butterfly. butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> a butterfly flaps its wing and, and heals somehow, you, and it affects other people somehow. The healing, you know, a healing butterfly that comes with you, like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. Not enough time. Not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> John W. With we the got a pineapple. <laughs> this is the best. Just awesome. Random. That was perfect, John. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, man, I would say I would say my superpower. I don't even have a superpower now. We got butterflies flapping and stuff. I'd say it would be to be able to speak and understand all the different languages. Oh, so. Yeah, I could, that way I could be anywhere and be like, yeah, hey, what's up? And talk to many different types of people and, you know, find my way to the El Bano if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Green Mile. Yeah, okay. yeah, Green Mile. Green Mile. That oh, was a maybe good I'll one. I'll watch the Green Mile tonight. It's a, it, it's a goodie. No spoiler alerts, but it's it's just know that, you know, grab a tissue. It's good stuff. Yeah, okay. that's why I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> why? I will cry. I will cry. Like, Are you a, a, are you a crier? You know what? I can't. I hate Disney films. I hate Disney films because I will be crying in the first five, like Mulan. Uh huh. Like, yeah. Was it Mulan? Was that the one? But I know, like Up. Oh my God! Don't like when I watched Up, I was like dying. Like yeah, yeah. I already knew what was gonna happen at that first sequence. Yeah. Mm. And that's Disney hard. in general, man. They do I, some weird stuff. They yeah. know how to pull the play the hard strings. That's for sure. Um, in Disney, we're talking in a good way, so don't don't sue don't sue me. This is good stuff, <laughs> Disney. <laughs> oh man, if they were doing that, I would already be <laughs> sued into the grave. Right I, now. You know what's funny? I don't know how many of us that are on the show tonight are our parents, but I used to be like, ah, okay, not that bad. But as soon as I became a father, any little emotional movie, it just gets me. I'm like, oh. I can't take it. <laughs> Man. So I used to I used to work with um with severely emotionally disturbed children in a facility 
was a, it was a nice facility. It sounds terrible to say facility, but it was a pretty nice facility. And like the, you know, these kids like were not allowed to like, were not allowed to be with their parents. Like, like horror stories of like what these parents did to these kids. Mm. Um, and like the Disney movies, like they loved them. Like, mm. you know, cause like every Disney movie has to do with like the loss of a parent usually. That's yeah. usually kind of where they start. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they all just kind of like loved it. Like mm. they just, they all really connected to it. And it's like, at least for them, like it was always really great. Cause I remember like we would like be watching them with the kids, you know, cause that's a lot of times what we would do in the evening um, to just kind of like mellow everybody out. But like sometimes we'd be, the us counselors would be talking about like, man, like how are they, like, are they processing this okay? And like, but it always seemed like, that always seemed okay. Anyway, so, that was just like random story from my past about what no, I was that, to do. That's cool that you did that work. <clears throat> those type of, uh, those situations and those folks need people like that. That's awesome. Really, really awesome. Um, Alan, I know we're up on time. So let's just, uh, I have one final question. And everybody sure. who's who's in the audience, uh, go ahead and chime in as well. It, the question is this. We all can think of something we hated about 2020, but what is the one thing you miss the most that you're looking forward to the most in 21 when we can do it? Um, I think just being able to like see another human being and just interact with them without having to like do the six foot shuffle, mm, yeah. you know? Um, always trying to like, you know, you kind of have to gauge, you know, where, 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 what people are comfortable with and, you know, and I feel like, you know, when you're interacting with somebody, you're like, I'm like taking the environment into account. I'm like, are we outside? Is it windy? Uh, how close of quarters are we? And like taking all that stuff into account, like this, just this kind of like layer of caution in every interaction I feel that we have with anybody that's outside of like our little inner inner circle. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, like having that kind of layer removed, um, yeah, I think that would, that would be great. I think that would just kind of, yeah. Yeah. I think you speak for a lot of us when you say that. What's up Vegas, Mike? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, we're just talking about gratitude and things of 2020 to be thankful for and uh, putting Alan and I both in the hot seat on a few things. Uh, we just asked Alan, what would he most look forward to in 21 when everything is back to normal? And he said, uh, pretty much um, being able to go and communicate, talk to people, meet people face to face and not have to worry about all the different elements of caution like we have to right now. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, Alan. What about I, yours? Uh, I would say I I you know what I really miss I I uh, was thinking about that earlier and I I miss a good I don't know if you guys know who Michael Franti the artist is he's a musician mm. Michael Franti has got some positive super cool uh, lyrics and he's just a fun guy to go see mm. I miss that. I miss being at a concert where you have that group energy where you just walk mm-hmm. in and, and you're right there with everybody. You're in the mix and everyone is tuned in to whatever song it's playing, whatever that is. And you just are writing that energy with everybody else. 
I miss that. And I, I really can't wait to be able to do that again. That's yeah. going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Vegas Mike says, I'm looking forward to not wondering if a place is closed <laughs> or open. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So true, man. Yeah. So true. You know, it's funny. I, I, I agree with that. At the same time, there's something about it. I don't want to get preachy, okay? But I'm going to get preachy right now. I'm sorry, Mark. Oh, buckle up, everybody. Here it comes. <laughs> buckle up. Everybody buckle up. Here comes my spiel. <laughs> if you, you know, a lot of people who, that have grown up in the United States and don't know anything different, you don't realize how good we have it, how there are so many places in the world where a lot of this kind of stuff is kind of normal, you know, um, you know, talking about like a restaurant being open or closed, you know, I think about like the, the about seven months I spent in India where you couldn't depend on the electricity always being on. Hmm. And when it went off, you didn't know when it was going to come back. And this was like, I was like in Delhi, like I was in like North Delhi, you know, major metropolitan city. And you could, you know, depending on what neighborhood you were in, you couldn't depend on those things. And you couldn't necessarily depend on a shop being there, like the place you went to go buy your vegetables or whatever. Like, you know, like you, there just wasn't the level of dependency that we have. And I think like a lot of us in America are really, we just don't know. Like we've been really, really privileged and, and had like really good lives. I mean, there's no doubt that there's a, a range there. There's a lot of poverty in the United States, just as you know, there is elsewhere. But there's a lot of these just kind of like base facilities, base infrastructure things that we kind of take for granted. Um, and even though those things are still kind of there, things like, you know, not knowing if you can just, hey, let's go out to eat like. You have to think about it now and you have to like wonder um these are these are things that we've all taken for granted and i hope that like a lot of us can take some appreciation for that into you know as things start to open back up as the vaccine gets out there more mm -hmm. and and we can maybe remember some of that i don't know how many of us will remember you know mm -hmm. but like just kind of knowing these i think like it, yeah i know i've appreciated it like having gone to other countries um, and even like, and we're not even talking about like developing countries, right? Cause like going to Bangladesh or, or India, like into a developing economies, it's one thing, but like, I remember when I was in Paris for like, I was like in Paris for a month and you couldn't like, depending on what protest or strike was going on, it was usually a strike. Like you didn't always know. Like I remember being like across the city and you can always depend on the Metro Mm -hmm. unless the metro workers decide to strike and now yeah. <laughs> you can't get home yeah you know and like we you know there's like all that kind of like instability that happens a lot of other places in the world that like we actually are starting to experience now and i think a lot of people forget that we're only a couple hundred years old it's like true. in america is like we're like a teenager like in terms of our development we're not even that we're probably like pre-teenager in terms of our development as a nation um, and I, and I think we kind of forget that we're an amazing country, but, um, I think like it's, it's good to use these as ways to kind of like appreciate what we have and what we, not like what we have, but also like what we could be and what we can have, mm -hmm. you know, it's mm -hmm. really easy to kind of like sit on what we, um, to forget that, to get like 
to get uh, passive, you know, when mm-hmm. things are so comfortable. So it's, it's kind of like the flip side of things being really good, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah. well, okay, so spiel over. No, it's no good. No gratitude over there. <laughs> yeah, gratitude, gratitude and perspective. You're right. Gratitude and perspective. It's uh, always it's always key to to look at look at how and and what we can be grateful for. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're very fortunate to be where we are. All of yeah. us on the show tonight, we're very very grateful. But, um, and then sometimes it takes something. You know, like. Who was it that was talking about being injured and wishing they could have the superpower of being healing? Was, uh, like, was that Gons? Was that you, Gons? Yeah, it was Gons. Yeah, like if you, when you get hurt, like you, you appreciate your whatever, you know, what that doesn't work now. You appreciate mm-hmm. when it used to work. So Being true. able to like, being able to like wipe your butt or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like things oh. that you didn't appreciate, you know. Yeah. Well, now I feel bad for pre- for pre- for you missing takeout margaritas. No, 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 no. See, that's a pleasure too. Like you can miss it. Like you're just gonna appreciate it more. Yeah, totally. You know, it's, it sounds funny. Along oh, the wait, wait. Tra- Trail Dogs is gonna miss. Is going to miss taking takeout. Takeout margaritas. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now I gotta that's go great. in for this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Aaron, that's funny. You know, it's 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 true though. I mean, for all of us who've who've traveled, you definitely see those things. I mean, I remember coming back from travel, and actually, I flew into Tijuana, and then I walked across the border, and then got in my car and and drove up, and just looking at how immaculate the freeways looked, you know, graffiti or not, in some areas, I'm like, this is amazing. Like, who cleans this? Who cleans the median? And what the heck? This is beautiful. So perspective. You know, we're, we're pretty fortunate. It's... I, I remember coming back from India and I had forgotten what it was like to walk on even sidewalks. Mm. You know, like when I would like leave my flat and I would go down to the to the the vegetable market to go buy like my vegetables, you know, I had this certain path I would walk down. And I remember like there was like, you know, stuff you had to step over. Sometimes there was an ox you had to watch out for, you know, like if they're like a growled up, they can like, they can kill you, Jeez. Um, you know, and then there's like traffic and then you're just like weaving in and out. And then like you get to the vegetable market, you get your vegetables and you go through all that coming back and it became normal. Wow. And I remember like coming back to the United States and like going to walk down the street and just being like, I can just walk down the street. I don't have to step over anything or watch out for a large horned animal that's going to like <laughs> yeah, get in my way. Try to tramp, trample me. <laughs> wow. That's... I mean, you do have to watch out for the person on their phone and their SUV. So like, you know, that's yes. as dangerous as an ox, but you know. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> very true. On some of the trails that, you know, you have to access the road for a little bit before you dive in. It's like, ooh, who's coming behind me? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, Alan, anyway. we're... We're, we're up on an hour now, and um, <clears throat> I think this will be a good time. We should, uh, we'll say uh, sayonara to 2020, and uh, we'll say, we'll get ready to say hello to 2021, for at least for the segment anyway. This will be my last podcast for the year, and I just wanted to tell everybody, I felt that this was appropriate to have Alan as my final guest for 2020, because Alan was one of my first guests, but he was also the person who spurred the whole podcast um side of of me so the segment wouldn't have a podcast if it wasn't for mtb allen so uh really wanted to say thank you very much and have you on the show tonight because of of everything and i also wanted to say that uh, you've been an awesome awesome wonderful mentor 
to me. So I, I really appreciate you, Alan. Thanks, man. My my pleasure. And you. uh, and you've inspired me as well. Like uh, you've done the things where you've just kind of gone after people and asked them to be on your podcast. And I personally have been embarrassed to do that with a lot of people. And you helped me break the seal and reach out to a whole bunch of people. And honestly, like that, the the most recent episode with, you know, interviewing BCPOV and Crashing Dad and all that, like, I probably wouldn't have done that if I hadn't watched you, you know, doing what you're doing. So oh. thank you. Oh, man, that's a huge compliment. I was, I remember texting you like, I think I'm going to reach out to some people. And then you went and got some some super big YouTube celebrities. I was like, holy crap, Alan, <laughs> good job. <laughs> So uh, if you guys hadn't had a chance to check out that episode, definitely check it out uh, with Alan. And he's got, uh, man, a handful of just YouTube celebrity mountain bikers. And it's a really good look at their thought process on a bunch of different topics. So it's really good stuff. Uh, Luis Guerrero says, thanks, Alan. I've been MTBing. Obi-Wan Toadie, God bless you guys. Yeah, you too. This this guy, Obi-Wan Toadie, has been on majority, if not all, of my live podcast and and dude you're awesome i really appreciate you thank you so much thank you to everybody trail dogs vegas mike joey yates god we got everybody in the house tonight gons uh pacific yeti joe duarte uh i sorry for holidays everybody yeah happy holidays and happy holidays alan yeah, happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas, I guess, right? Merry yeah, Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas, Hana Kwanzaa. I've been waiting to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy All solstice. Right. Happy solstice. All right, everybody. We will see you again in 2021. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to check out MTB Allen's channel and the Airhorn podcast. Uh, you can download that anywhere you download your podcasts. Uh, anything else, Alan, that you want to tell everybody for, for 2021? Just everybody have a rad day. There you go. Have a rad day. I love that. I love that. All right, guys. Don't forget to always bet on yourself because all that hard work will always pay off. And Alan and I will see you guys on the other side in 21. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy Thanks holidays. for being on. Woo! Shoo! Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. That was super fun to do with uh, MTV Allen, as well as all the folks that are on the live that we are bantering back and forth. Super fun. In fact, I've got a ton of pineapples coming my way. <laughs> so thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, these episodes are brought to you by the Bole Brands. Remember Bole Brands, that is Spy Optic, Serengeti, and Bole. They're going to make a good run at the mountain bike market. So uh, stay tuned for some really cool stuff coming out from the Bole Brands this segment podcasts are also brought to you by 7idp that's 7idp at 7protection.com and as always guys don't forget whether you're sending it at home sending it at work sending it at school or sending it on the bike keep going with all your hard work because all of that hard work will pay off until the next time you guys i'll see you out on the trails or i'll see you here on the podcast see ya Ooh.